0: On this show we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics uh, if you guys want to give us a reception report if you're listening to us on shortwave radio through wrmi out of miami send us an email at theweeklylab@gmail.com. weekly lab and uh, also on itunes we upload every saturday um, so make sure to subscribe to us so that you don't miss any notification posts about you know when we upload a new episode so we don't have a set time on saturday
1: No, just usually on Saturday.
0: It's just whenever we get around to it, really. But it will be up on Saturdays on iTunes. So send us an email, theweeklylab at gmail.com. We'll take your suggestions, um, thoughts, comments. Concerns. Concerns. Um, Last week on the show, we touched briefly, well, about 30 minutes worth. Right. About coronavirus. Correct. Since that's going around. So, um, Ryan, what have you seen lately about it? It's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's spreading for sure. And I think the assumption is, especially being in the States, that even though it's not in your state yet, it's kind of like it's it's going to show up. Right. You know what I mean? And it's we, on the move. Yeah. We talked last week about how it's not really much different than any type of like flu or viral illness that becomes like a big problem. It spreads, mm-hmm. obviously, because people don't wash their hands yep. <laughs> or clean the way they should. So it's kind of, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, and also on a previous episode of The Lab, we have touched a little bit on conspiracy theories. Okay. Have you ever heard of how many times The Simpsons have predicted the future? No. So apparently there's this whole conspiracy surrounding The Simpsons on the fact that they've predicted things that are going to happen like years before it multiple times.
1: I've never really watched The Simpsons though.
0: Me neither. We don't watch it in this house. We're more of a family guy family. Right.
1: And they've, uh, they've kind of had some predictions too. They even did an episode on it.
0: Yep. They predicted Bruce Jenner. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: In every well, I'm sorry, Caitlyn Jenner now. Whatever. Um, I think they made that like a thing in two Mm -hmm. or three different episodes before it actually happened. But apparently, The Simpsons have done the same thing many times. Um, and now people are trying to say that they predicted coronavirus. Oh. So I know you know there's conspiracy theories on how much like celebrities and like that kind of stuff like control our future or whatever like is way more involved in politics. Wow. Um, but basically, this episode was released all the way back in May of 93.
1: Okay. And Reaching back.
0: It was season four of The Simpsons, episode 21, from what I'm seeing. And I saw the memes that people were posting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically like a quad picture of like pictures of the episode. The only one that's not actually from the episode, they were saying, was the bottom right corner. It shows like a guy at a news desk. And the headline is coronavirus. Okay, That's actually from a separate episode about something else. But essentially, in the episode, Marge gets put in jail. For shoplifting mm-hmm. and the whole, I guess, the whole world of Simpsons changes because she's not there. But it starts from somebody overseas I won't name which country, but it's an Asian country
1: mm-hmm.
0: sneezing into a box, okay. and somehow that makes it to where the Simpsons live. And then, so when Bart opens up the box, all the infection comes out, and like everybody starts getting infected.
1: Do they call it by name?
0: Uh, no, so that's what people are saying. It's a stretch to say that they predicted coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I think people are just you know taking it to right. the point because of all the talk about, but they actually called it Osaka flu
1: okay. in the
0: episode. So they didn't call it by name. Um, granted, it's been proven that coronavirus has been around for years, just right. not to this extent in this version of mm-hmm. it, because we talked about um, how viruses mutate and stuff. So um, they definitely did not call it that, but, I mean, the link they is there. They were on something. Kind of, yeah, but they've been known to predict um, in episodes, and like we said, we, we've never seen them which maybe we should because you could do a whole episode on Simpson conspiracies, apparently. Wow. They predicted Siegfried and Roy getting attacked by their own tigers. Um, President Trump being elected president. Okay. Like all these kind of things. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just a few of the ones that are listed in this, but I know that there's other ones that they've predicted as well.
1: Fascinating.
0: Yeah. So, interesting. Did the Simpsons predict coronavirus? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I've never heard of Osaka flu, so is that a real thing?
1: You have to look it up.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it was just a prediction on something like that happening, which isn't that far-fetched. Right. In reality. Yeah. So that was last week. Uh, If you guys have any comments about The Simpsons or something, if you guys want to hear us do an episode, we'll do a little research.
1: On The Simpsons. On
0: The Simpsons and their conspiracy theories. I think that would be kind of fun.
1: They've been on for 30 years or something, so it'd take us a while.
0: Yeah. We'll be back in 30 years (laughs) with uh, an update. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this week, we're going to change tunes a little bit. And we're going to talk about something that we could probably have created an entire podcast about. Right. Granted, our show is just honestly either current events or like whatever Ryan I feel like talking about. Whatever. Or what you guys suggest. Um, But we're going to dig a little bit into the world of owning a dog.
1: Canines for the layperson.
0: Yes. Man's best friend. That's it. Also woman's. I would say. Yeah. To some extent. I could see that. Although going over this kind of stuff. We'll probably get into how some of our dogs like Ryan better. So,
1: Okay. Yeah. Hey, what what can you say?
0: It is what it is. Um, specifically, I think we're going to talk about things that uh, if you're thinking about getting a puppy or a dog, mm-hmm. maybe things that you should consider right, before actually doing it.
1: And if you already have a dog and you haven't come across some of these things, maybe you can prep yourself for them. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, granted, I feel like our dogs are weird. The three. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, they're little furry housemates that... You don't really talk to. That they're are just... grown
0: adults and play with plush toys. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, you got a dog that's 50-something years old and he's still playing with toys. It's yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, we always ask our dogs, we're like, aren't you a little old to be playing with that? You know. <laughs> um, But, I mean, I just feel like, I don't know if it's Ryan and I that bring it out in dogs, but I feel like ours are weird compared to other people's. like their personality, not just the fact that they're furry little...
1: What do they do that, that, that strikes you as being weird?
0: Um honestly i don't know it's just their personalities in general i feel like coop is extremely judgmental Mm -hmm. and like stuck in his ways he's like an old man that's true i mean he's turning eight this year which is old i guess but he's been like that since day one Mm -hmm. um i don't know like even the dog sitters we've had have made comments like i've never met dogs (laughs) like them before and i'm like i'm sorry (laughs) maybe it is us you never know you know we've talked about that before about like our thought process and how we think we're the only ones like are we crazy
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe
0: our dogs are a reflection of that.
1: Maybe dogs uh, mimic their owners. Is that, a, is that a thing?
0: They, I have heard that people and their dogs start to look alike. <laughs> so I guess I could see how they could take on your personality traits. That's why everybody
1: says, you guys got some good looking dogs. We're like,
0: oh, thank you. Uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And I do feel like, I was going to say, I feel like a parent does with their child. Like when they have a baby and they think it's like the cutest thing in the world, even oh, yeah. though it probably looks like an alien. Because I think all babies look like aliens. You're right. But I think our dogs are the cutest.
1: Well, there's no, least, there's no debating that.
0: Right, or at least some of the cutest. Right, they're definitely spazzes. But um, so right off the bat, right, Ryan and I have had three dogs together. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to count earlier. I think between my family, which is my parents, my sister, and myself, and Ryan and I, I've had nine dogs total in my wow. family. I think you've had what five? Five. Because you've had Lucy.
1: Lucy and Lucky,
0: Lucky, and then these three.
1: Oh, yep, and then these three. Yep. So yep.
0: five. So we've both had about together fourteen dogs.
1: Wow, that's that's so much experience in in one house.
0: So much. Um, but thinking back mm-hmm. to when you got Lucy, okay. who was your first dog, right? Did you guys plan ahead? Like, did you make plans to go get Lucy? Was it a specific dog you wanted? Was it just like a whim?
1: Honestly, I was so young. I don't even know. All I remember is my dad brought her home one day.
0: Oh. Had you been asking for a dog?
1: Not that I recall.
0: You're like, oh, great.
1: (laughs) You know, but we were happy to have her. Well, yeah. She was a beagle lab mix.
0: Yeah. So a mutt. Yeah. Perfect. Sure. So no planning, really. Dad just walked through the door with it.
1: He came home one day and had a dog. This is the way I remember it. Right. You know, that was was a long time ago.
0: Ryan and I are getting a little senile, too. So maybe some of the facts have slipped. For sure. Yeah. I feel like I had always had a thing for dogs. Like my grandpa always had dogs, like Labs, mm-hmm. Dobermans. like. And every time we went to go visit him, I was like in heaven because there was always like five dogs.
1: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like being around dogs?
0: Exactly. And it took me a really long time to convince my parents to get a dog. And the first dog we ever had, Kona, she was a shepherd mix mm-hmm. uh, we got when we lived in Oregon, was like the one of the smartest dogs I've ever met. Um, but unfortunately, we were transferring because my dad was in the military as well. Uh, to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And they had that like 90 day quarantine period. And Mm. my parents had actually lived there one time previously before I was born. Right. um, And had seen the quarantine facility. And my dad was like, I've seen dogs come out of there whacked out. Like it just screws with them. You know, they're just put in a run. They're not played with or anything. It's just to see if they have an infection of any kind that's contagious. I don't know if it's 90, it might be 30. Either way. It's a long time. Yeah. People's dogs came out of there totally crazy right? just because of yeah and he was like and Kona was such a good dog he was like I cannot put her through this so she ended up uh going with a guy who owned a farm Mm -hmm. and we came back to the mainland I remember it was like three years later we drove around trying to find her and we thought we saw her out in a field oh cool but I mean we never saw her again unfortunately but she was super smart um the second dog I had was a beagle and I remember she was kept in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I would sleep in the hallway because we had little kitty gates because that was like <laughs> the easiest place to clean up puppy messes. Mm-hmm. My room was across the hall. I'd hear her crying, and I'd literally grab my blanket, and my pillow, and I'd sleep on the other side of the kid gate with her. Um, but she was crazy.
1: Just to keep her company.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I felt bad for her. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to be like, boop, like through <laughs> the little kid gate. But that's one of those things that I was going to bring up. If you're thinking about bringing a dog or puppy into your life, one of the biggest things that I would suggest or I would consider moving forward now even getting another dog Hmm. would be think of the breed you're getting. Okay. And know whether or not it suits your lifestyle.
1: Yep. That's a good point.
0: Because a beagle, we had a huge backyard. It was not fenced in. And at the time, I guess, like, I don't know. I mean, it was just... I don't even know how we came to land on like, let's go get a beagle. But I remember going to a farm and they had a litter of puppies and we picked one out. I don't know how we came to that conclusion. Um, but they're known for dropping their nose to the ground. Cause I was going to
1: say they pick up a scent and they're gone. Yeah. Right?
0: They're scent hounds. And so it was so hard to contain her in the backyard. And you like, bet. basically if you watch any type of animal shows, they say, don't take that dog off a leash. Yep. Cause I can't be trusted. Um, and I specifically remember we were sitting at dinner and it was like, where the dining room was was by the slider to go outside to the back door and we had one of those like old school laundry lines so yep. we hooked up a runner for her nice we're all sitting there enjoying dinner she's on the runner outside like hanging out in the sun and she's sitting she gets this look on her face and she starts running full speed like across the yard and we're like
1: this is like, gonna hurt
0: yeah i remember i was like in the third grade and i was like uh-oh and she gets to the end she's like boom like yeah. just like yanks her neck and I felt so bad, but it was like, it just wasn't the right situation for her. And my sister and I were so young that we couldn't train a dog like that. Right. So we ended up giving her away, unfortunately, which would break my heart nowadays as an adult, because I know I'm capable of taking on any challenge when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. But you got to know what you're getting into. For sure. You know, cause that's how um, aggression got bred into Dalmatians too, because 101 Dalmatians came out. And all of a sudden, everybody had to have a Dalmatian. Oh yeah. And so they got overbred, and now they're known for being aggressive. And also, they've been bred uh, to be deaf, yep, because of overbreeding and things like that. So, you just like if you're wanting a purebred dog, or something mixed with something like a husky, Mm -hmm. do your research.
1: Yeah, them huskies will talk back.
0: I was gonna say they will give you attitude, and literally, you'd probably never be able to sleep because they will be talking your ear off.
1: Yeah, for sure. Our neighbors had some in Alaska. Mm -hmm. and you could just sit out on the porch and across the neighborhood you would hear the huskies talking to each other
0: yeah yeah
1: i mean it sounded like an interesting conversation
0: we didn't know what they were saying our dog's
1: ears perked up so it must have been something good but yeah i never knew what they were saying yeah but they are loud
0: yeah so it's just you know you got to know what you're getting into as far as picking out a breed so i mean ryan and i kind of now that we've Adopted three dogs on our own, like as a family. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say the typical adopt, don't shop.
1: Right, right. Yep. You know
0: what I mean. Um, and we actually ended up with a purebred chocolate lab. We did. And you gotta know what you're getting into with a lab as well. We rescued him. He yeah. wasn't. He didn't come from a breeder. At least, at least when we got him, he definitely was from a breeder initially. But we adopted him from a shelter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And man, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, there's something about labs because. Um they're like the number one family dog and like, you know, Mm -hmm. between them and a golden retriever, you know, you see labs working all the time at the airport, you see them well behaved. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes training to do that. So if you get yourself a lab, it's not just going to, you know, you bring it home and it knows exactly what to do. It's going to be leaning on you to show, show the dog what to do.
0: Physically leaning on you.
1: (laughs) Physically (laughs) leaning on you. Yes.
0: Sit on your feet and lean on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had never had any experience with labs, and Ryan had been talking, like, when we started talking about getting a dog, he was like, man, I really want a chocolate lab. And I was like, ew, they're so ugly. No. Like, out of the three colors, I was like, I don't like chocolate labs. I don't know why. Hmm. And lo and behold, we ended up with one. He was one of the best dogs I've ever had or met. Um, He definitely had his quirks about him. And yes, we took him to, like, PetSmart training classes and went through the whole thing. So I think training early, no matter what breed you have. Right. Is important because you can't just assume like, oh, number one family dog or let's get a Belgian Malinois, number one smartest dog, but Mm -hmm. they are crazy (laughs) if you don't train them. Yeah. You know, so I say training early is very important. Um what else would you say, like, right off the bat? Because I've got a little thing that we're going to go over.
1: I would say don't judge pit bulls. They have, like, the worst Aww. reputation. But, yeah. I mean, I got one laying down right next to me. And he looks
0: vicious. Yeah,
1: right? He's literally <laughs> trying to steal my spot on the uh, on the chair here. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say, like, if you're focused on a breed, then fine. But if you're wanting to give a dog a home, uh-huh. you know, don't just walk past the gate that has a pit bull behind it. Because, yeah. I mean, there's some of the best dogs I've ever come across as well.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard about it because, like, the breed restriction legislation that they've passed, you know, in certain areas, making it where you can't have pit bulls or German Shepherds or Rottweilers or something. So I'm sure everyone's heard that initially, pit bulls, well, first of all, it's not even a breed. You know what I mean? Technically, that's Mm -hmm. just like a blanket term for bully breeds, but they were bred to be, quote, nanny dogs. Yeah. They were family dogs when they were first bred. So the fact that they've changed over time. Um, to have this stigma and I'm sure some people would disagree with me is because of the owners.
1: Right. Oh, absolutely.
0: And then you get these breeders that continue to breed that gene or that thought process like that carries over when you breed dogs. Mm -hmm. So they have a very bad stigma about them. But if you find one that suits your family, I bet they'd be like the best dog. Yeah, for sure. And they need a chance too. Every, like as Caesar Milan would say, like every dog can be rehabilitated. Yeah. Just because they show aggression about something, they probably had something terrible happen just to them. Just take some effort. Yeah, I mean, poor Coop was in the shelter for like a year before he got adopted by us. Right. Yep. And nothing, like he's fine. Yeah. So, and our other dog actually has some bully breed in him too.
1: Yeah, oh Ray dog.
0: Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, what a cute lab. I'm like, yeah, but he's a—he's actually not a lab. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he looks like a lab.
0: Yeah. So mutts are the way to go, I think. You yep. get the best of both worlds. But, I mean, if you can come across a purebred in a shelter, too, like Dax, our lab, that's the way to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But, obviously, there are some things that you, like, if you've never had a dog or even a pet, really, some of these things apply to getting any kind of pet. You kind of want to prepare and put yourself in situations to make sure that you're ready.
1: Right, and you can handle it.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go over. I saw someone... Uh, A prior coworker of Ryan and I's posted this earlier, and I was like, this is so funny because these are exactly things that we've dealt with having dogs. So um, number one on here that I'll go over, it says, get up at 5 a.m., go out in the pouring rain, and walk up and down a muddy path, repeating good girl or good boy, wee-wee poo-poos, and say, quickly, please, hurry up, (laughs) just over and over, go potty, go potty, go potty. So. But you don't have a dog yet. You're just doing that to prepare. you got to get up at odd hours. You gotta and got a... to get in
1: the right mindset.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, your dog's literally... Unless you can physically train a dog, I know cats can be trained to use the toilet. But chances are you're going to have to take them outside. Yep. Regardless of the weather. So you might as well get used to that now. It um, says, so stuff your pockets with plastic bags and pick up all the dog poo that you can find. Obviously, not your dog's yet, as you haven't gotten one.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just
0: good practice. <laughs> We always have dog bags. If our dogs are with us, we've got them. Yeah, we've got in them in the
1: cars, the truck. I mean, just everywhere because you never know.
0: Pockets. You, you know. wash your pants and there's like a random dog poo bag in there. You're like, huh?
1: When the mood strikes, will you be ready?
0: That's what I'm saying. Um, another one is collect a bunch of leaves off the ground outside and spread them all over the floor.
1: Got to get that house dirty.
0: Basically, you got to get used to it because it says scary Carry sticks and branches indoors and chop them up and sprinkle them all over your carpet. Exactly. <laughs> just like five minutes before we came up here, Ryan vacuumed all downstairs. Ray comes in, dirt all over his nose, dirt all over his feet. And Ryan's like, Ray, I literally just vacuumed that carpet. Yep. Ray's like, meh. Like, he didn't care. <laughs> he did not care. He yeah. just laid down and probably just grounded in. Not one bit. So you just got to get used to some of these things. Um, another one says, pour apple juice on the rug and floor and then go to sleep. Walk up or wake up in the middle of the night and walk barefoot over it and step in it. There you go. <laughs> also drop some chocolate pudding on your carpet in the morning and then try to clean it up in the evening.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
1: Or try to clean it up before you're late for work, you know?
0: Yeah. Try do it like 10 minutes before and then you realize you got to go and now you've got to clean that up. Right. Yeah. See if you can get out the door on time. mm mm-hmm. um, Practice wearing socks to which you've made holes in by using a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're known to, well, Ray was our first puppy. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I think, you know, the stereotypical, like, dogs eat your shoes. Right. I'd never experienced that with any of my previous dogs.
1: Oh, he ate a lot of your shoes.
0: Yeah. Under your supervision.
1: Right. He ate one pair where you still had the tags on. Yep. You brought them home from the mall, sat them down on the floor. Mm-hmm. I forget what you went to do. Um, but you did something. Yeah. And then uh, Ray destroyed them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I went somewhere like I came home, dropped those off and I left and I literally came back and it was within like a four hour window. Yeah. And I had just bought like flip flops for the summer.
1: Yeah.
0: And one of them was totally destroyed when I got home. Like I had a hole through it. There was chunks of it because they were just like rubber flip flops, just cheap ones for the summer. But I was like, I haven't even owned these for more than four hours. And Ryan's sitting on the couch. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what Oops. happened? He also uh, ate a hole through the toe of one of my Converse shoes.
1: Oh, yeah. Cause I the, that.
0: yeah, since we moved here, I've got a closet with a like a physical door, not just like a slider or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I make sure all my shoes are in there and it's closed. I have so, and Converse, when I bought those, I think were like thirty bucks a pair. I think now average price is like almost seventy bucks.
1: I think he's grown out of that phase though. I don't think he would chew um, up your shoes now.
0: I'm not gonna risk it.
1: Hmm. Is there anything on there about dog hair? Yes. Okay, good.
0: Um, it says cover all your best clothes with dog hair. Obviously, dark clothes with blonde hairs mm-hmm. and light clothes with dark hairs. There you go. The other thing I was perfectly, or gonna say, was uh, just get ready to eat a lot of dog hair.
1: Yes, not on purpose. I was gonna
0: say, yeah, most of it's not we grab dog hair and sprinkle (laughs) it on top of our salad, but most of the time you probably won't even know you're eating it because then you pick it out. Yeah, but you're—it's guaranteed if you have a long hair, short hair, shedding dog, all dogs shed, um, except for like the ones that have human hair that just grows and grows—they don't really shed. That's pretty neat. But it's guaranteed that you are going to eat a bunch of dog hair yeah. in that dog's life.
1: And your vehicles are going to be covered. Yes. When you take them with you.
0: Yep. Lesson learned. Uh, we now have leather seats in Ryan's truck and it Correct. is so easy to clean. It's really nice. It takes me like an hour to do mine. And I'm like, and I'm done with his. Not going to lie. So lesson learned on that. Um, so spread toilet paper all over your house when you leave the house and tidy up when you get back home <laughs> in case huh. they just make a mess or the trash or something. Um Forget about any impulse holidays and or breaks. Yeah, that's true. Yep, we haven't gone but on. But I
1: would, I would, I'd rather have it this
0: way. And I think if you're going to take an impulse holiday, if you're a true animal lover or dog lover, you make it to where you can take your pets with you. Yeah. You know, like I would rather have them with me and do something like that than go without them.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, It says always know that you're going to go straight home after work or school. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely for sure. Like people say, "Oh, you should hang out and like play basketball after work," or like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be part of this after-hours volleyball team, and I'm like, "No, nah, nah, I can't, can't," because all I can picture is my dog being in the crate for hours, and yeah. I'm like, "I gotta go let him out." Yep, exactly. You know, exactly. priorities um and then one of the last one well i'll read two more so it says go on walkies no matter what the weather and inspect every dirty piece of paper chewing gum and dead fly you might find <laughs> <laughs> so basically if it's storming outside get your rain jacket on and go out and sniff around like you're a dog because they don't just walk no no no. like if you train them to do that that's fine but most dogs want to stop and sniff everything yeah, i
1: mean it's understandable i mean that's their chance to get out of the house explore the world around them
0: yeah and if you're these two so one of them will pee on something mark it theirs and the other one's like Oh, I'll fix that. Yeah. And, and just peas on top of it. They'll do it's that. Like,
1: yeah. It's a double whammy. <sighs> <sighs> um, um, one thing, I don't know if that's going to get to it, but uh, I would say the money aspect. Yes. That's another big one that I think a lot of people overlook.
0: Right. That was one of the things that I had written down, not necessarily on here. Because mm-hmm. um, you definitely have to have a budget when it comes to pets. Because if you're actually going to take the best care possible of them, yep. you got to think about vet care. Yep. Which, honestly, Ray has been blowing up our inbox with his routine vaccines and, like, fecal tests and all this kind of stuff that he's due for next month. Oh, Ray. And it's like... Ugh, like, I can already tell that visit's going to be, like, oh, $300 yeah. plus dollars. All I see
1: is dollar signs.
0: And it's not even for anything emergency. Like, he didn't no. hurt himself. It's for routine maintenance. Yep.
1: You got to take him to the <laughs> shop and get him get him a tune-up.
0: Get the oil change. Yep. Um. And also obviously emergencies happen. So you got to have a budget for that because that stuff's even more expensive because it's not Mm pre-planned. Um, but I was going to say food and treats and stuff like that. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, Ren and I have kind of been discussing going to a raw diet for our dogs on and off just because so many products made overseas have been proven like bad for your pets. Yeah. Or there's new ingredients and things that aren't good for your pets and have been proven to do other things. Um, but feeding raw is expensive. Right. Um, our dog sitter that we have now feeds raw. My aunt feeds her dogs raw. And like literally they have an entire separate freezer for dog food. Hmm. And they get, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of food shipped in wow. to prepare for, like, the month. Yeah. But it's expensive. And even if you feed them, like, good dog food, like, I think we go between Taste of the Wild and Blue Buffalo, mm-hmm. which is personal preference. Um, But, like, on average, a bag of dog food to last them a couple of weeks is, like, almost 60 bucks. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it gets expensive. So, if you don't have a budget set aside for your pet, that might be something to consider getting in order before right yeah you actually pull the trigger and do it
1: just seeing how all that money is going to add up you know Mm -hmm. then you got to get them neutered and spayed
0: absolutely unless the
1: shelter will pay that sometimes they do sometimes they don't
0: yeah usually um i would say like adoption fees include the Mm, price yeah um But that's the nice thing about shelters is, like, that price that you pay is generally way cheaper than if you, like, bought a dog Mm -hmm. and took it to your vet to do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It would be, like,
0: a couple hundred dollars. And when we rescued Dax, a purebred chocolate lab, 90 bucks. Yeah. That was his adoption fee. He got neutered. He Mm -hmm. had all his shots up to date, and we took him home. And I guarantee the idiots that got him from a breeder and let him go and never came to look for him paid probably, like, $1,200 for him.
1: Best 90 bucks I ever spent.
0: Absolutely. And, I mean... It's just, it's just so worth it because you just see all these great stories. Like I like following, um, have you ever heard of the dodo? It's like a dodo bird logo. No, but they, they sh- always show like, um, people's stories about like rescuing animals mm-hmm. and like really heartfelt like animal stories and stuff. And I love watching their videos cause it like shows the transformation from animals that have been adopted, like how sad they were and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And then they get like the best life. Yeah. That's neat. So, and having that effect, like. A puppy doesn't really know anything, you know, like Ray was so innocent and like had no life experiences. He was afraid of everything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And, you know, Coop's been through some crap because that dog is not scared of anything.
1: Nothing. I jump out at him hiding in the closet and he's just like, what's up, man?
0: Yeah. Like we purposely try to scare him and he like literally doesn't even flinch.
1: I've never seen him jump.
0: The only time that I've seen him not like something or kind of like veer away was when we got the leaf blower last year. Oh, yeah. And I have a feeling it's only because it's loud. I was
1: going to say, maybe that was hurting his ears.
0: But literally nothing else. Hmm. So, you know that dog has some experience. Smart guy. Yeah. Um. I'm sure we'll talk more about this. I don't know if we're going to do like a back-to-back series on it because there's literally, you could talk all day. For sure. Um, and I wanted to do one basically called like the hard lessons learned the hard way. Mm. So things that we've experienced with dogs that people should know going into it or, you know, like you said, if they already have a dog, things to expect. Right. Yeah. Because I've, I've learned some things. And like I said, our dogs have been very unique over the last eight years. So maybe it's just our experiences. Could be. But, I mean, it's just things you should learn.
1: Things you should know.
0: Well, yes. Know going into it. So Absolutely. Learn from our mistakes yeah. or our experiences. There you go. I like, like if it. I've got one. If like you're ever going to buy a side-by-side and put a dog in it, well, you need to know. <laughs> what I learned the hard way. <laughs> you know, just things like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. For or If sure.
0: you're, you're going to get a two-door Jeep and you let the dog sit on your lap, make sure their tail's all the way in the door before you close it.
1: Before you slam the door. Yeah. Yep.
0: These are things that... Uh, you should probably know.
1: And the list goes on and on.
0: Yeah, and Ryan and I will tell you a little bit about that. Maybe next week. Yeah, for okay. sure. And then uh, I'm sure Ryan will do the, make me do the taste testing one if you're going to...
1: Yeah, if people are behind that and you want to see her do <laughs> some uh, taste testing of some different dog food, then let us know. We'll make it happen.
0: Yeah, we're going to do... I think that would be probably the best episode to do like Facebook Live or Instagram go. Live or something so that you guys can actually see my reactions. So yeah. if that's something you all want to see, send us an email... At the weekly lab at gmail.com that's it i'm sure ray and coop will get a laugh out of it but they'll probably be begging for whatever right. i have at the same time so it'll be an experience um anything else ryan any last minute thoughts
1: no i was just going to point out that uh that's where this whole little show kind of got its name is from our lab that we had
0: yeah it was a play on words and we we're like how can we honor dax by this podcast so if you guys haven't seen our logo you should definitely check it out i'm sure on wrmi you can't really see it um but if you go on iTunes, you can see our logo and it's, it's it's an animation my sister did of Dax and yep. we came up with the lab and we're like, well, how are you going to turn that into a show? And we're like, well, in a lab, you dig into things, you dissect <laughs> things and we're going to break everything down, but That's we're going we to, we're going to use Dax as our little, a little, uh, what do you call it? Mascot.
1: Yeah, there you go. So he's our logo.
0: Yep. Go check it out. You can find it on iTunes or on my Facebook page at Kate Holiday. You can follow that. I always post stuff on there too. Um, And I guess we're going to go play with our dogs because they're trying to sleep right now.
1: Yeah, I'm going to wake them up so they sleep tonight.
0: Yeah, we're going to go play Frisbee or something with them. There you go. Yep, thanks for joining us this week on The Lab. My name is Kate Holiday and Ryan Rivers, and we'll be back with another maybe part two of our dog series uh, next week on The Lab.